um, podcast, we definitely discuss healing. We discuss uh, aspects of psychology. Um, we discuss, like, you know, you becoming the best you. Mm-hmm. Mental wellness. For sure. Health. Femininity. Parenthood. Dating. Definitely dating. Single parents. Um, and it's from a lens of two psychologists, you know? Yeah. So, um. But also two, two people who grew mm-hmm. up, like, with both parents. Mm-hmm. Married parents. And then, like, you all know that Chloe and I are the youngest of our crews. Like, her yeah. siblings and my siblings. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, it's from that looking, perspective. Yeah, looking at that. life through that lens. Yeah. So, you're going to get a whole lot of things from us. Mm-hmm. From us being women, mm-hmm. going through life as parents, and all of these awesome attributes. But yeah, yeah that's womanology, the study of women. The study of women. <laughs> Yo. Okay, hey guys. Hey, so I am here with womanology. And um, I'm missing somebody. But you know, we're going to keep the show rocking. We're going to try to do our best. I am Rhea. Um, Instagram is Rhea underscore Dakota dot E D dot S. That's it. And I never remember that. So, you know, just take that with a grain of salt. However, Womanology Podcast is Womanology underscore podcast. And that's our IG there. So, um, man. Obviously, I'm not a woman. Obviously, I'm not a woman. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I, or, I mean, you know, we're in 2023. I could, you know, hey. So, of course, I have Daryl. He's with us, with with me, and we're going to talk about a woman's topic. So, you know, he's going to come. Great. And I may just bow out. It, it'd be points where I just throw my hands up. It's not my, <laughs> it's not my, it's not my, you know, thing. You know. No, but thank you, thank you for you know. Yeah, no problem, no problem. We gonna problem. get it rocking. We gonna get it. So, but you know, first we got to start off with what's your emoji today? Oh snap! Um, you know, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. Um, anxiousness. Like, I don't know what, what's the anxious emoji. Oh, that's a good one because I think I feel that way too. <laughs> it's like I don't know why though. Like, I, it's like I'm, I'm kind of like I would say in the rut. It's like a good thing. It's like it's not necessarily boring. Mm-hmm. It's just like, man, something gonna happen. Mm, like that anticipation or something yeah and, I, and i'm not saying bad or good i don't know it just feels like it's just kind of like stuff's kind of like standstill you know what i think i'm there too like i feel you on that because i feel like i'm probably at an anticipation type of groove and i feel like i'm kind of at a point where it's like what's next so yeah anxiousness nervousness uh Excitement would be another one. Yeah, and I said yeah, and tired too. I don't even know I'm tired. I'm just tired. Man, tired. Work been crazy. Yep, me too. <laughs> Work been crazy. So yes, tired on both of our emojis. Let's put that on there. Yeah, tired emojis, man. Tired man. emojis. We got the anxious emojis, and shit, just anticipation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just what's next? Like really like what's next, you know? Yeah. I mean, I mean you know. I mean, I'm very anxious though to this out not to derail where we yet. But I wake up every morning hoping to get something from somebody about Diddy. Like I literally wake up every morning and I'd be like, oh man, let me club Instagram or pull up mm-hmm. I, I Google like another one. 
<laughs> yes, get him. Man, so but I know, that like you know. I know that sounds so super hater, but it's just no, let's talk about it because the thing is is that Diddy been trash though. He's <laughs> been he's been acting this way. He's been like abusive and just disoriented with power. What is that? Man hungry power? What do you call it? I don't know the correct term. But just he's been like this, but he only do this to, to women. He doesn't do this to niggas. Oh no, he does it to dudes too. Oh, really? Tell me more. Oh, so so I mean I've heard it on different occasions from different things, but I was just listening to um it's this podcast um uh, called um I forgot the name of it, but he he's got Quest Love from the Roots on there. And they basically dissect and they're gonna they go through dissecting every album from that artist. So mm -hmm. it's like it's all a whole season. So they're doing, if anybody knows the Roots, Illidale Half-Life is the third Roots album. Mm. And they have a song called What They Do. I don't remember the song, What They Do. Mm -hmm. In the video. In the, I was just about to say, in the video. You know we used to watch videos. Yes. So in the video, for some of our younger listeners, in this video, if you want to Google and listen to it, they're making fun of basically Puffy and Biggie and them in the video. But he said they, they said originally they didn't want to do it or whatever. And but it was like, oh, that's gonna be kind of funny and cool. Nobody knows who the roots are at that time. You on you had to be a head head. Like that was the first video that people knew who the roots were. Like, oh, they making fun of them. And like, I went and rewatched the video after this after this uh podcast, and I'm gonna get to the point of it in a second. It's so funny because it's so many tropes of it's so 90s of what cats doing in their videos. Yes. Like just sitting on the end of the bed with the girls in the back, uh, uh you know, laying in the bed with champagne glasses, you know. <laughs> What That's got? what they was talking about. That uh, that happened at Trey song party. Remember? Yes. Remember when Kiki Palmer had that Trey? You know she had that yep. interview. Hitting the, hitting, the, hitting the closet. And she hit in the closet, but that sounded like what was happening at Trey Song's party. Yeah, they was making fun of this stuff though in the, in the video, but it's but Biggie and them took it as they was making fun of them specifically. So fast forward, Quest Love says that like people was trying to like fight them and stuff. Mm -hmm. Like period. He mm -hmm. says he wrote he wrote this opinion piece for the source. And he's mm -hmm. getting ready to turn it in, and he calls his publicist like, "Hey, where do I? What should I fax this to?" Back then, young people, when you couldn't email it, fax right. this to. And he was like, "What you mean?" He was like, "My rebuttal to Biggie and them being upset." And he was like, "Oh, you didn't hear?" He was like, "What? Biggie dead? He was in Europe." So it was the day after he was in Europe. So because he, he didn't get the news. Right. You gotta think. This is people. Think you get the news at the flash, like. He's in like Germany or something, and he just he said I'm writing it up and writing up this thing, and it was like okay I'm gonna fax it to y'all, bet you know I, he said I printed off the typewriter, people was still a typewriter, and he was gonna send it. He's like Biggie's dead, so fast forward even more. So if people know the first Black Star album, Most Death and Tali Kweli, they have a song called Children's Story on there. Mm -hmm. he's, it's a remake of Slick Rich Children's Story. He's making mm -hmm. Philadelphia puppy. He's talking about puppy the whole song like that's. Mm -hmm. So he performs that Puffy is there at the lyricist lounge randomly. So 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 Questlove says he's sitting there like, yeah, get them, get them uh them shiny suitcases. He said he's cheering and he the said he looks suitcase. and he said he looks to the left and he says it's Diddy. Like just sit, like sitting there with two other cats like this. So Diddy gets quite Q-tip that I have them all in the back, and he said he's just cussing them out and going off on him like. Like Playboy, do you know how many girls I'll have sex with tonight? You know how many Maybachs I'll pull up tonight? You ain't nothing, blah, blah, blah. And he's barking, barking on Questlove. Said he's sitting like, 
I'm, you know, I'm six three, I'm just standing there looking at him, just right. And he said, he's like, and then the, the interviewer opened my eagles, like, but most devs the one that did it. What does most devs do? He said, most devs are sitting there, like, oh, whatever, and like, not even he was only going in quest love because of the previous stuff of what they do, and it's the first time, yeah, seen what, on the video, yeah, Nvidia just died three months before after this, this, this whole incident. So, like I said, puppy will bark on, will try to bark on cats. You did everything. say that, and it's mostly cats that he think he can get away with it with, too, though. That's the thing. Mm, mm. Or if you got, or or if you got your homeboys, it's one of them situations that like, oh, I'm gonna bark on got your people people's with you. You buff yeah. up more. He always got his security. I got the yep. best security in the nation. Oh, I'm barking on anybody. Yeah, when you got your people's with you, buff yeah. up more. You be like, who gonna touch me? Who right. gonna touch me? So, yeah, he barks. Yeah. He, he he's just a bad dude, man. Like he's not my my thing. The telling thing about all of this. Is mm -hmm. why is, it's not the many people speaking up for him. People are speaking up for generalities, like oh, you should just be jumping, but nobody's like, no, Diddy, my boy, he would never do that. nobody's like like you know what that's true like, too. Nobody's actually really having his back because when I heard that shit, I was like, damn, I was mad, but then I was like, damn, I believe that shit. <laughs> Did you see the one girl I am Tiffany Red, the singer? Or like, no, she's a songwriter. She no. did a whole op-ed piece in Rolling Stone that came out yesterday and was detailing everything she saw that happened to Cassie. Because she wrote stuff for Cassie and for Diddy and like like uh, Jason Okay, and yeah. Was like, I've seen him, her just go differently and be different. You want to know something? To, say that, to take that even a step further, it's a podcast that I listen to. Um, so she has like, of course, friends in the industry who are writers and uh, work on Diddy's business side, not the music part. Well, it's music, but the business side. And so she was like one of Disney's bit, uh, Diddy's business people or whatever. She saw it when Cassie came in side of the conference room and he whooped her ass, and people tried to help her up, and he walked over her. And until she cried, you know, she was crying. Cassie was crying and got herself back up. And he like holding the meeting like nothing's happening. And she, you know, she mentioned that on the podcast that, you know, her friend was doing that. And that's when she was like, I got to go. This nigga is ruthless. The thing is, though, he made them cats go get a cheesecake on the band. That's what we sh you, you should have known that that's some cruel stuff. That ain't like no, like, it's that pair of fraternities and they have to do that. I got to be honest. When I saw that on no, making a funny. band about the chief fake, I thought it was play. I did. I thought it was. I thought it was play. I ain't gonna lie. I did. I thought it was play. I thought it was play because I was like, oh, okay, well, they probably got a picture of them, a video recording of them walking down the street. Then they got in a car. Oh, okay, they get in a car mm. and then they drive to the other place. I oh, had they no made idea. it look like they was they walked. I no. had no idea that after, you know, the making the band people came out like five, six years later and they were like, no, he really made us walk to get cheesecake. <laughs> like, man, like, come on. It's just, it's just an abusive thing, man. And, and I mean, and, 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 and I want, and I wanted the dudes and I was telling, uh, one of them, uh, actually done this. And mm -hmm. I was telling her that I think a lot of the dudes, that defend this are like, oh, you know what? We don't know for real. Real talk is similar to Republican, poor Republican white people. Mm -hmm. and what I mean by that is they always think, but oh, well, that could be me. 
what if I got that much money? I want to be trash like that. Like I want to be able to be able to exert that much power like Diddy. So what happens when I get there and I want to do that? Will I get jammed up too? Because you want to, they want to do it. It's like they want, it's like a they want to be that disrespectful. They want to be that powerful that I can just throw a girl down in the, uh, the course of champagne on her. That, like, um, I love that part of New Jack City, and it, it was a touch of part of that I realized that. Yeah, that I, thought was. Was, I thought it was gangsta. I was like, yo, you know how much power you got to throw a girl down the thing and pour champagne on her back and say, I cancel you, bitch. Yeah, I was like, yo, that's power. But think about it, it's not good. That's not good. It's not good. It like really tells about how the male ego is truly bruised. Yes. For you to sit up here and for you to just degrade somebody to make you feel better. Because it's no way that you should have to degrade somebody to make you feel like you that big dude. Even if they piss you off, or even if like you know, you're trying to prove a point. No point is big enough for you to sit up here and like, like I said beat Cassie ass in the middle of a conference room he whooped that girl ass and he wouldn't let nobody you know help her up come on now for real like you could at least help put somebody could have helped her usher her out the room wipe her face and then continue with the meeting you didn't have to do it I know that's what I'm saying so I think a lot of times and even with Kiki Palmer when she the I only listen to 90s music podcast is a show for 80s babies who were 90s kids if you were a no limit soldier then this is your show. If you believe that cash money is not an army, but was a Navy, this is the show for you. If you and your friends ever tried to sing a song written by Escape, In Vogue, Shy, or a voiced man at a talent show during middle school, this is your show. But I only listen to 90s music podcast is a bunch of 80s babies talking about all the songs and things that we loved when we were kids and teenagers. So if you went to the skating rink and you were at a lock-in, this is the, the show for you. If you think that Tevin Campbell um, was the original prince of R&B, this is the show for you. If you don't understand the, the conflict between Monica and Brandy, but you're kind of on Monica's side and understand why Brandy got punched, this is the show for you. Make sure that you tune in, subscribe, click the little subscribe link. We're here. We're going to talk about all things 90s music. This is the show for you. Um, you know, back to the rap video that you had yeah. mentioned. Even with Kiki Palmer, when she had mentioned about Trey Songs, and she was like, she was at a Trey Song party, and Kiki Palmer was, you know, had to hide in the closet because she was getting, you know, assisted and assisted, and she had to protect herself. I don't understand, and I don't, I don't know, maybe this is a conversation for another day. Dudes that are in the music industry, or even dudes regardless that have to exert power among women, um, just to show like their authority, just to show I don't know, like I don't get that. Like but people it's a power thing overall because other other people do it in other different ways, other cultures and other different industries. Other cultures definitely do it in but different, it's different ways. It looks different. Ours is just in general, I feel as black people overall, we wear everything on our sleeve or out on public. Uh, like, emotions and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like everything. That's why, like, 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 I know people always talk about, like, oh, black relationships may be so toxic. But then I flip it sometimes and be like, we're actually maybe more honest about our relationships, I feel like, more than other cultures maybe more are. And I we just so more vocal about how we feel in a situation. I think so too. And then, like, a lot of times, 
even though this is probably way off the subject now, but a lot of times um, when you think about like black culture, because of like where it stems from and our trauma and stuff, we have a lot of chauvinistic in our culture. We have a lot of just like toxic masculinity in our culture. I mean, you gotta think about it. One of my favorite videos is um, uh, uh, Ain't Nothing But A G Thing. At the end where the old girl was acting bougie, they poured the beers on it. Yeah. I was like, and I was like, in, in, in my mind as a younger kid, even all the way shit through college, they were like, she deserved it. She shouldn't have been acting bougie. <laughs> you I know, mean, that's the whole thing. What what does that even look like? Because she right. and not, let's, let's she was not let's because she was having a little doesn't mean she deserved to have all these big all these 40s poured on her. That's what I'm saying. Like she didn't want to talk to you, so she had an attitude. Maybe she shouldn't have had an attitude. You're right. She probably should have just been cool about it. But just because she didn't want to talk to you, and just because she had a little attitude, y'all gotta wet her up. Come on now. Like to show that nah, bitch, don't ever come for me because I'm gonna definitely come for you. Like, what that yeah. makes no sense. Like, that makes totally no sense. So, that's another thing. Like, I don't get that toxic masculinity that goes into like that trauma or whatever. But then again, like going back I to think we're getting better though. That's the thing I'll, to give it some kind of levity. Mm -hmm. Damn, I feel like men are getting better though. You know what? Right. I think men are getting better because they want to get better. Right. And I think men are getting better because of conversations that we have when we talk about like just candid moments about stuff. Like instead of saying, like you said, she dissed me, just be like, damn, like I felt rejected and it felt like boom, boom, pal. And this is what I need to do. So I don't feel, you know, I'm not saying so I don't feel rejected. So I don't act that way. Mm -hmm. Because you really show your ass when you throw champagne on somebody. You really show your ass when you, you know what I'm saying, when you really whoop her up. That's really you showing your ass. And then a lot of times with men, you know, like, we admire most with discipline and self-control. And so the more that y'all learn that, the more that we, you know, we admire that part. So, yeah, but also I wonder too, the discipline and self-control is part of it, but then is it a power thing that like other women like that? Like he be pouring champagne on chicks. I like, 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 I don't know. Oh, and then, and then it's a thing of, of a thing of, oh, people always think it ain't going to be them. You know what I mean? Like you, you think like he ain't going to do that to me. It's like I'm he an asshole to everybody else, but he not an asshole to me. Right, and same thing with what men when it's like when everybody else, she ain't never gonna, she ain't gonna do that to me. She did that to the last five dudes. You think you what makes you think different? That's what but I'm that's saying. your ego. But they feel this way. Yeah, like every, all the dudes that line up to get at all these different women that you know are toxic, and you'd be like, I mean, you'd be like, yo, what do you think? Who do you think you are? You think you really don't you think you the one that's gonna break her? Contrary, my friend, you're going to be on Instagram live in a year talking about your story. Talking about your story, talking about, you know, I thought I was the one, how she played you and everything like that. <laughs> Nigga, she played like 17 other men. Right before you. And one of them was your homeboy. <laughs> but it's different when it comes to you. It's different But I you. think men and women have that same perception though. Yeah. They have that same perception of, of the opposite sex, if that's who you choose today. Like, they have that same perception of, like, it ain't never going to be me because I do so much for this person or I do so much for that person. When in all actuality, it can very well be you because you're not sure of 
you know, your relationship, you're not sure about that person's growth. You're not sure about a lot of things. So you don't know if it could or could not be. It's a person's choice sometimes. Like, it's, you know what? I didn't think I'm going to be on this no more. And it ain't got nothing to do with you. Like, you just, you just have I to like be that. I like that you said it's a personal choice because everybody, you know, sometimes you do find like that old head who have been married like three times though. And then that third wife is like, like the one he really just adores. Don't do nothing. Don't yeah. do nothing to her. Like she the one that's treated like a queen. She was like, I don't know nothing with them other two women talking about. <laughs> I don't know. That's, the, that's not my story. <laughs> that's not her story. But it's not though. That's do you think really men are more likely story. to be like that than women? What you say? Do you think men are more likely to be like that? Where it's like. Because I've always heard the thing of like men look like men get better in marriage. Marriage is like they first wife usually is not gonna get the best mm -hmm. of them sometimes. The if, they don't, if they don't, like it's usually second or third wife that'll get the best of a man. Mm -hmm. And like the first woman kind of preps them. I think sometimes it may be backwards from women. Really? So here's what I I don't know. Now this is just interesting. okay. So okay, so it may be backwards for women because sometimes in that first relationship. We love hard. Everybody knows women love hard. We're emotionally driven. Everybody knows that. So, like, if I am on your ass and I'm telling you exactly what I need and I'm telling you, like, this is breaking me and I'm telling you hurting me and all this other stuff. And I just spend nights and mornings and mornings and nights crying and crying and crying and crying. And now that I'm in a new relation, you know, this relationship is over because, you know, it's ran its course. We divorce and whatever. That second marriage probably I don't get off those many tears. That second marriage probably ain't going to get all them begging and crying and up all night and where you been and arguing. That second marriage probably not going to get all that rolling on. The, you know, you know how we how we can get it probably not going to get all that because we didn't exert ourselves on that first marriage really trying to work because mm -hmm. we see something in him to where it's like, dude, I know you and i see you i need you to see me so we spend a lot of time trying to you know exert that energy to when we get to the second and third one it's like i'm tired i spent all my time crying and rolling on the floor and you know just doing all of that hey so that so the thing so so you so basically uh, men are going this way, women are going this way. It's it's constantly always going to be like that. So basically, a man's got to meet a woman at basically his second marriage, her second marriage, where she ain't fully tilted a while out, and they meet each other at the middle. At the middle. It got to be like to where she, and you know what? Sometimes it depends because it can be the first marriage to where she, you know she spends all that crying, hooping and hollering and tantruming, and the second marriage. She probably gets what she needs, so she doesn't have to do all of that to be heard. So she probably doesn't need to do that. In the third marriage, she probably really has her standards, so she probably doesn't need to do that either. So it could go like, you know, like men get better in marriage. Like, you know, his third marriage, he treats the third wife like a queen. The woman who's probably in her third marriage, she's probably getting treated like a queen because he knows she's not about to put up, put up with nothing. Mm -hmm. because she didn't already like i said tantrum cried on the floor rolled around ran down the street chased him with a car you know all that other stuff you know i heard stories 
But I'm just saying, like, you know, she just probably by that third marriage, she probably tired and he probably don't want to fuck it up. So because she's tired and he doesn't want to fuck up, they they come together. So that's another way to look at it, too. Okay. Okay. This it's a, it's 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 interesting. I know that everybody feels like this is the worst of times in general, but I always try to look at it objectively sometimes. But I think mm-hmm. people are understanding each other maybe more now. It's just a rough. It's just rough because it's it's so much. It's been so much separated. Like you know, brothers going to the uh, you know back in the day going to Cheers and having a beer with Norm and them and just mm-hmm. complaining about it. The women on the phone are having the Tupperware parties back in the day complaining, complaining. about it. <laughs> right, and then and then they come home and they ain't liking each other, but they just gonna stay together. Mm-hmm. But now I think people both sides are trying to keep each other accountable for what it may, very well you know may be. So it just looks real rigid and real static. Yeah, know? like right now, I think that since we're having more conversations, that it does kind of bridge that gap. It bridges like to like you said, like back then nobody was talking. Like your relief was going to the bar or her relief was staying on the phone talking to her girlfriends all night. So nobody's getting any relief talking to their spouse. They talking to other people about their spouse. So really you have to go to the main source of the problem and that's talking to each other, trying to figure the shit out. And so... People understand though, like people are like, man, my parents, my grandparents get a 50, 60 years. It's like, you know that he was leaving for like a week or two to go to Cincinnati (laughs) to see his other family. Not Cincinnati. So here's my thing with that. And I'm probably these rose colored glasses. I can admit I have them. Um, so my parents have been married for 50 plus years. I don't know the actual number, but I know it's 50 plus years. And in those 50 plus years, they have, of course, stayed together. My father never had another family. But one thing I can say about the 50 plus years that they've been together, it was never a, well, they never argue with the, argue, you know, around us. Or they never had a distant agreements or anything like that. No, they had arguments and they worked <laughs> them out. They had disagreements and they worked them out. They had, you know, of course, no physical or no domestic violence or anything like that. But they had straight up like arguments, but they worked them out. And I think a lot of times with older relationships, yes, we mention about like, yeah, your grandpa had a whole nother family. But they don't mention about like the older relationships, the reason why he had another family or the reason why, you know, your grandma stayed with them. Because they weren't talking about things. They weren't arguing. Yes. Like you said, they weren't talking about things. And sometimes, you know, you do need to argue. Y'all do need to like for real get like real dirty with it so you can come out and be like we're not gonna talk about this no more it's over we didn't you know i'm tired you're tired we figured out a plan and that helps the relationship grow and i think that's what helped my parents relationship grow because they did they would have talks and then honestly at the end of the day it was also it was like okay now what you want to eat raf (laughs) it was just like it was over. It was like I mean, it, that, that, that's so great that you said. I found out I had a thirteen-year-old brother in twenty twenty. You so. talk- <laughs> shout out to the ref for doing it right. He's sixteen now. He is sixteen now. Yes. So. 
yeah i don't know i just feel like sometimes you and then you you know what sometimes when you come to conversations it's like a, a lot of insecurities that you have mm -hmm. so maybe you don't want to express and come to your full self because it could be like you're not sure how your spouse is going to take it so. Well, I think that men definitely have to walk that type road a little bit better mm -hmm. than women. I think y'all are way more open with us about how y'all feel. I believe you on that. I believe you. I, I feel like, I feel, at least for the, like, a, because I, I tell um, Lexi all the time, it's I like, I tell her, like, it, like men, when we have arguments and discussion, there's always a threat of violence involved. So you have to kind of like, like be cool, like your conversation have, even if you yelling or arguing or whatever, it's always a threat of violence involved at any time with any man. So it kind of keeps it in check a little bit because it's like, even if it's, you're fighting against somebody that's three times smaller than you, you still like, he still can stab me. Like it still can be a threat of violence. <laughs> still so you still have to be kind of, you can, you know, some people do mouth off, but that's kind of keeps it in check. So when men present arguments, they, when, when we get dumped on, we'd be like, do you want to fight me? Like, because this, this, like, if, no, a, if, another, if anybody else talked to me like this, we be banging. <laughs> I agree with you that though. I agree with you on that. Cause sometimes, no, I agree with you on that. Y'all do have to be more reserved because when you're in an argument and everybody's just trying to get their point proved, then nobody's thinking about the other person's feelings. They just thinking about trying to get their point proved. So yeah, if y'all arguing and she yelling and, and you yelling, yeah, from a dude perspective, when y'all get loud, it's like, okay, let me get in your face. So you telling me. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm saying this because I have uh, womenology people. I got four brothers. I got five brothers. So that's how I know that. I got five brothers. I'm the youngest. I got five brothers. So that's how I'm like, yeah, that's what they do. <laughs> so what I'm saying. And it's always a threat of violence. So you always got to be like, all right, if I'm going to have this argument with homeboy, we may box. <laughs> it, it could go there. We don't. I don't know. I gotta be prepared. Yeah. You know. But it's man. I I just I just hope that people just understand and love one because and and I'm becoming an old man now too. Mm, your age old. is showing. Yeah, man. Because I be seeing a whole bunch of sucker shit going on, man, and I'd be like, so this is what sucker shit? Oh, okay. Um, what was it I saw where somebody went out on a date and spent like 12 grand or something? Who went on a date and spent 12 uh, grand? Oh, man. Um, that's not a rapper or like a C. No, it was like a regular dude or whatever. It was on Instagram. Um, it went 12, maybe it was, it maybe went 12 grand, but it was like a couple of grand. Though. That's oh. not a rapper or a CEO. No, it wasn't a rap. I mean, no, he was like a regular dude named Antonio. Like, I and mean, this is like she said Antonio, and this is like the first, the first date. Yeah. And he not like a. He looked like a regular dude named Antonio that worked at the Jiffy Lube. I mean, just like he regular was just you know maybe he's the manager. You know maybe. <laughs> the manager is not bringing. <laughs> I don't know. And Tony, manager that's spending two thousand on dates. Yeah. Where are you? And <laughs> yeah, because my whole thing has always been like, man, like your mouthpiece and your conversation. You know, you take care of a lady and stuff, but mm -hmm. it you like. I feel like people, people are I, okay. I feel like men are leading with their wallets and women are leading with their ass. If that makes sense. That makes so much sense. I feel like a lot of times that 
women because we've been over sexualized a lot of times especially black women then sometimes we feel like that's what y'all want like sometimes well not me but sometimes we feel like most women that's what you want is to leave with my body parts because it's what gets your attention so yeah like if we at dinner and you asking me about some for real shit i'm gonna be like oh can i have extra i don't know chicken tenders or something because that's what got your attention and then for a man yeah Y'all not talking either, so it just becomes a dense relationship, and you wonder why it's not lasting. You're looking at her physically. You're not really thinking about what she has going on, you know, in her mind mentally. And then on top of that, you thinking you can buy her, pay her all this other time. I'm just keep paying her and paying her, paying her, but you're not paying paying attention to the actual woman. You're not paying attention to, you know, the her and so yeah that's why relationships are not lasting that's why you keep not you but that's why men sometimes keep getting thoughts that's why i don't know how chats keep getting thoughts though because i know a lot of great women like that are dope that wouldn't be on you want to know something i know a lot of great girlfriends too and i just be like where i'm trying to think about like oh boy like when if like when i know dudes would be complaining i'd be like dog you 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 don't know how to shoot you don't know what you are around the wrong women like, what are you talking about? You probably said that you're around the women that only care about your money. And then women who are not thoughts. Like I said, my good girl, group of girlfriends, that's that's not really on our high, on our token pole. That's not really it. We're not caring about stuff like that. Yes, it's nice to have. Everybody knows that money is nice. Let's not sit up here and act superficial and act like, oh, my gosh. No, money is nice to have. We know that. But at the end of the day, can I talk to you if I'm having a tiresome day? Can I bounce ideas off of you? Can we have a general conversation about family planning or what we want our future to look like? If we can't do none of those things, what, are we what do you think? What do I want to say something to the fellas, the, the fellas that listen to this. Please, I implore you. Don't be dating these young girls, fellas. Dang, you can't you can't keep up. You look, you can't do it. It's not it's okay, dog. This ain't like back in the day where you know old players used to get the young girls because you thought you could control them. These girls are running stuff. These little young 23-year-olds, they got their own minds. <laughs> they ain't gonna be able to control them. Nah. And then why would you want somebody that young anyway? Like, why would you want you somebody? But still, though, you would want somebody that inexperienced. So who are you going to talk to? They don't want you to talk. That's the whole point. That's It's That's a with them as well. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. like uh, my cousin was sending me something because she was like, you could talk on a podcast. Like, I don't even know. Uh, but, uh, I don't know if you've seen Gunplay Girlfriend. She like 23 or 24. And that Negro older than me. I don't know like, who Gunplay is. Oh, Rick Ross homeboy with the the the, na the nasty dreads, the light skinned dude. Oh, with that big old dread down his back. No, he don't got it no more. I think he cut it. But yeah, but yeah, it looked like a snake or a python or something. Right, right. The Miami style dread. You know, yeah. what I'm saying? the Miami style dreads. You know, where's this yeah. kind of? But he he's, he's like 45. His girl like 24. He had a baby with her, and she airing him out on Instagram. Of course, he's like football. That's his grandbaby. <laughs> the baby like a year old too. He, that's his grandbaby. Oh, look at Papa baby. But it was like, I was like, and he was like, man, 
you know, these girls acting up and blah, blah, blah. Supposedly he's putting his hands on her stuff, though, so that's another thing. But yeah. but I'm like, dog, she's 24. You're 45, my G. What do you, and, and she is an Instagram person. This is their lifestyle. What do you think is going to go down? So she's an Instagram, like, influencer? Yeah, she's going to love the hip-hop, all that stuff, too, I think, or something like that. Like, what do you think was going to happen, my G? What did you think? You think you was dating Oprah or something, or Gail, where they just be low-key? Not Oprah. And then on her side, she was like, and she was like, she claimed like, you know, I'm super intelligent. I'm above this. He's broke. And I'm like, but you dating a, you married a dude named Gunplay. Like, what do you think? What you, you married a 45 year old man. Goes by Gunplay. What did you expect this to be? His name is Gunplay. He's 45, and we still call him Gunplay, <laughs> not Robert. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't say, we, I'm gonna go by GP, you know, like at least, like, you know, like even Diddy try to change his name, you know, like, I'm gonna go by GP, like, not even, you know, I don't know, not Sean, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean, like, Z, like, I mean, even Jay Z started going by Sean Carter more, like, rebranding, you gotta get older, yeah. But uh, my whole thing is, you dated a dude named Gunplay, what did you expect? See, that's what I'm saying. When you're 24, you don't expect that. You don't right. expect them to be that way because when you're 24, and plus, you know, her brain not even all the way developed anyway because that don't develop until you're 25. So, like, when you're 24, she's not thinking about, you know, like, he dumb. She's thinking, like, he's 45, so he must have some sense. She didn't think about that. Anybody would think about, think like, oh, okay, they're 20 years older than me. They gotta have some sense. Like, isn't that the reasoning? But... <laughs> but his name is Gunplay, though. That would be like like <laughs> that a general consensus of a situation. But True, if, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, what's what's your name? Oh, they call me Gunplay. And you know he looked away too, you know, and you know they call me Gunplay and looked away. You know, I can't see. I didn't even know he was 45 with that long python down his back. <laughs> so <laughs> let's start there. I mean, it's like, Rick Ross homeboy. Rick Ross, like they that's, they homies. So you know they, they are. Man, I didn't even know that. I had no idea. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, I don't know. That's like a whole men and women dynamic, though. Because you, you're right. These young women, they out here. And I don't know. I got to be honest. I kind of like these young girls out here showing themselves. To a certain extent. To a certain extent. See, I'm, I'm, see here we go. I'm going to button up my old man sweater. <laughs> to a certain extent. And here's why. Let me be honest. Because it feels as if back in the day when we were growing up, the rappers, the women rappers that we had, although they were just as vulgar, they were still somewhat silenced, you know, like with a male crew. Think about it. They were still with a male crew. Oh, and they oh were okay. yeah, you had to be co-signed by a male and everything I had to go through a male already, you know. It's... Look him, Eve, Trina, Foxy. Okay, but I'm gonna push back. Queen Latifah was the head of her crew, Flavor Unit. She was the head of it. MC Light, she was the head of her crew. Queen Latifah is a wonderful lady. There you go. Don't do that. Don't do this. Oh, don't do it. Don't do it. Because I see your face. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. She's a wonderful lady. And <laughs> she was, you know what? She was strong enough to stand by herself. Nobody, she was. Nobody felt that they she she needed a male crew. So she was able to, I don't want to say use the word intimidating with black women. I hate using those two terms together. Mm -hmm. 
but she was just strong enough to, you know, to stand by herself. But when you have the other women that oh, are more feminine and girly and more sexy, all of them had male, um, you know, male backing. Rough Riders, Junior Mafia, mm -hmm. you know, all of uh, uh, Roxy Brown, the firm, right? Uh, Trick Daddy, uh, Slip and Slide Records, Slip yeah. and Slide, yeah. They all had, you know, that male backing for the women that were more feminine and sexy, you know, presenting like the girls that are coming out now. The girls that are coming out now, like you know, the young twenties. Mm -hmm. They are all feminine and sexy and, you know, pushing that persona. Nobody's pushing a persona like Queen Latifah and MC Light right now. So, when you, you think mean, of, none of the rappers? There are rappers that are they're pushing that. The female rappers that are right now? I mean, I, mean, I would say Rhapsody is one that is. Mm, see, I don't know about her. I just know uh, about her. She, she was nominated for a Grammy for Best uh, Rap Album two years ago. See, I didn't know about her. See, I know oh, about her. Rhapsody, Rhapsody is... Top three rapper, period, male or female, right now to me. I know Lotto, who's out here doing a sexy thing. And you know what? And Lotto actually rap though. That's the thing. Lotto is really good. Yeah, um, I just, you know, cool. she actually rap. It's just a little bit over sexualization and her. And I don't know something about her voice, like like maybe her speaking voice. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, do you ever watch grown? You watch grownish? Um, I did watch grownish. The grownish. She was, on this, she was on this past season. She played uh Diggy's girl, new girlfriend on this season. And how like, did she sound? Sounded just like somebody from Georgia don't know how to act. Like, you know, it's like, not act like don't know how to act a lot of decisions. I know what you that mean. Don't know what I mean. I'm saying like, you could tell that she was a rookie just actress. Acting, acting class. She was like literally talking with that heavy Georgia accent, but you in California, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just didn't, and it, and it was like, and it's got that draw and it doesn't sound well on TV, if that makes sense. Like if you were in a role, like she'd be like, so I mean, I gotta. I'm Doja. This sleep. Yeah, we part of Just Posted Podcast, man. The best show on this network. Come on, check, though. Seriously, man. Just Posted. <laughs> it's just me and those just sitting back talking about what the fuck going on in the yeah, world. Yeah, man. We said labor of love. He said labor of love. I didn't say that shit. Shout out to, uh, you know what I'm saying, everybody coming to watch, though, man. We really appreciate y'all. Holla at y'all later. Hey, man, this nigga just tall for no reason. We do regular <laughs> jobs. Don't forget that. You know, you like, mm -hmm. uh, like that. I mean, so, that is maybe how somebody would talk, but that's not good for TV. Like, you kind of trying to hear it vocalizing. Like, it's got to. That's what I said. She probably needed some acting classes, yeah. or you know, just some um some etiquette training. So you into the sexy red thing? I'm assuming. So I'm not really into all of that. I'm really okay. not into that. At I'm not into sexy red and everything. I will forever give her her props for what she's doing. Yeah, and, and I, it's hard for me to hate on her because she's from the city. Like that's, that's it's hard, hard for me to hate on her not only because she's from the city, but it's also hard for me to hate on her because it's like I understand what she's doing. Like if you coming from the city, the north side, <laughs> the north side where she's from, and you don't have nothing, and they gave you a bag. And you doing this, and they're going to keep giving you money to keep doing this, and you don't have no other skills. <laughs> what, like what, else? Is she, what is she going to do after this? What is she going to do after this? Like, <laughs> she got to run it up now. I don't know. I don't know what she can do. I don't know. But she's getting her money now, and I'm for here for it.
Get your money now. Yeah. And then think about it like this. Eve and all the other... Just I'm just going to use Eve for an example. Eve, you know, she had wretched, uh, ratchet lyrics and things like that. You know, she, but I she was like, Eve. But you feel like ratchet to not, me. not to the level sexy red. Not to the level <laughs> sexy red. Let's be clear. I mean, no, sexy I red is be, top three. She's in top I was three. I'm about to say, let's be clear. She was never, Eve has never been to the level of sexy red. I want to be not, clear. Little Kim ain't been to the levels of sexy red. <laughs> no. No. And little Kim was <laughs> I don't think nobody has been to the level of sexy red. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, is that Eve, as she got older, you know, she's honed down. She became an actress. You know, she kind of presented herself more. Uh, she got away from CBJ. That was part of the, that was the thing that helped her out the most. That's what I'm saying. So, like, once you get into the industry and you meet other people, you don't present that whole Hoochie baby, and what she called herself? Hoochie mama. She called herself the Hoochie mama, hood yeah. Hoochie mama princess or something like that. Yeah. You once you get more into the industry and you're more and you're around more business people, you're not going to continue. But to let's be for real. Yeah, we know the North Side chicks. Is he really going to do that? I don't. I want to hope. I'm going to. No, come on, man. We know. You know I'm from the North Side. I, I know this know. girl. I know this girl. I got a hope. She's not even going to be here next summer, Rhea. You know that, right? I got a hope. I got a hope. I got a you hope. Know she, she, you know she, she is going to be performing at JC Supper Club next summer. Did you say JC Supper Club? Yeah, I just came to my mind. So I, I know JC Supper Club. My bad, man. I want y'all to hate. I'm just saying. Like... Pause. <laughs> For people who don't know what JC Supper Club is, it's on the north side, okay? And I can't believe that. I would have said at uh, uh at the Broadway, but that ain't open no more. But JC Supper Club, oh my gosh, that was funny. I don't want no. I have hope in her. I have hope. It's because, and it's not just because of that. It's just it's so microwavable with the music now. Nicki Minaj dropped an album today, and I don't see nobody really talking about it. Mm -mm. And she's one of the best women to ever do it. Now I'm saying, I'm just saying, Nicki Minaj got more, way more real estate room than Sexy Red. Is what I'm saying. True enough, and you're right. Everybody should be talking about her album right now, but everybody is talking about Sexy Red and what she does. And Nicki Minaj, she um, and the thing is, is that I heard this was supposed to be a good album. But mm -hmm. I haven't heard it at all. I don't I mean, know I what's going on. Like, destroys the whole album with his verse. Really? See, I haven't heard anything. And that's unlike me because I would have listened to. Uh, well, I've been kind of busy this and week. And is doing some strategic stuff on people, man. Like, really? Like he's what? Dastardly. He's literally decided, I'm going to get on everyone's song and destroy it so that I'm considered the best rapper of all time on any level. Like, you can't say that it's just with the back Like on a feature? Yeah, I'm talking about no, just I am the best rapper of all time because I went on everybody of the genre at the not the other genre, different types of music on a track and killed it. I've been on tracks with uh 21 Savage, Benny the Butcher, little uh uh, uh Nicki Minaj, uh you know, Lil, Lil Dirk, like and I killed it. <laughs> he did. You cannot deny me that I'm the best one of the best rappers of this generation. He did. I mean, he. And but J Cole been tight though. J Cole oh, been. Yeah. He's got J Cole been like the like low key. J Cole. J Cole is like for real that dude. I put J Cole up ahead of Kendrick Lamar right now. Like you want to know? I would do the same thing. 
Don't let my son hear this, but I would do the same no, thing. No, you can't deny it, man. Man, it's this song. If you get a chance, it's on Benny the Butcher's album. And I, li I listened to it literally 30 times in a row, just his verse. I'm going to have to listen to it. I'm going to have like, to listen to it. It's just like, I'm just like, Oh, you you and your old man bag now. You over you 38, 39 now. So you uh pushing you, 40. You, I'm saying you with this ratchetness though. We can't do it though. We gotta we gotta draw a line in the sand. I feel like, <laughs> oh, like the another, another one of the ratchet girls, I don't like I don't even know how y'all is that ice spice chick. You know what? I don't even know how she popped up. Let's That's why people trying to say she's an industry plant. <laughs> I don't know how she popped. I'm gonna be honest. I don't know how she popped up. She's nominated for a Grammy. You know that, right? I do know she's nominated for a Grammy. Oh, you, like, a rip, like, I don't know where she that, came from. I don't know where she came from. And here's the other thing that makes like if we're going to talk about new rappers who should have had been nominated for a Grammy, to me, Lady London should have been nominated for a Grammy. Lady London can spit too. That's what I said. To me, Lady London should have been nominated for, you know, best new rap artist. Should have been her. So I don't even know how I spice. And she got commercials on like with, with Ben Affleck and stuff. You seen that? I saw her commercial with Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, but no, it's Ben Affleck in it too. See, that's what I'm saying. I don't even know where she popped up. Like, I don't even like, know where did she come from. That's, and I'm like, yo, she's got the best management ever to go from Lil Munch or whatever that one song is. Or what, that's the only song I know. And then you're doing oh. work with Ben Affleck? That's what I'm saying. She must have the good PR team. See, these young girls talking about these young girls, like you said, they know too much. Sexy Red got a good PR team. <laughs> Ice Spice, nobody know where the hell she came from. Got a good PR team. Lotto and fucking TV shows. Got a good PR team. As I said, look, fellas, y'all can't date them, though. They will run over you. They'll have you sitting there looking like old boy and waiting next hill, uh, 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 standing outside Layla Rashawn porch. You know, getting, <laughs> throwing uh, melons at her. <laughs> Talking about your, your heart broke by a lot of, like, she's 24, G. Just date your age range. That's all. Yeah, you try to take it to the Jodeci concert. She's taking you to the uh, uh, Sexy the Red, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> Sexy Red concert. Sexy Red, I guess. I don't know. Or, uh, Do you think that someone like a Nicki Minaj is threatened by Sexy Red and all these young girls? I don't she is though and the reason why i don't feel like she is i first of all i love she be fighting with lotto she be fighting with lotto online all the time i hear that she fights with lotto you know i've seen her fight with lotto but i don't know if she's threatened i just feel like she thinks that they should give her respect because i mean let's be honest Nikki can be the villain. We know that Nikki is the villain. We know that. <laughs> but let's be honest though give her her props she was out here doing the thing she was out here rapping she was out here for real writing her rhymes and so when you have girls allegedly, that, allegedly i feel like she wrote a lot of that shit allegedly uh, i feel I, like I, she wrote a lot I, of that I, shit. I want to shout out to discuss safari uh, ski beats safari. I, can't, I can't trust anything that safari do i can't trust anything that safari do anytime you want to just dance in jamaica while your wife is having a baby i can't trust you my guy i can't no, i can't you. trust you that means that you are that savage that you would go out there. See, we just talked about men. <laughs> it, 
it's only a part of me that respects some savagery. I'm not, not going to front. And look, I am better. I am growing. But it's always a part of me that respects some level of savagery from a man. <laughs> I cannot do that. I cannot do this with you on Womenology Podcast. We're not doing this on the Womenology Podcast. No. Here at Womenology, we do not support Safari. We do not support Safari dancing in Jamaica while his wife was giving birth to their child. We don't support that here at Womenology. Because while he was pop locking and dropping it in Jamaica, he should have been holding Erica Mina's leg. So therefore, but it's Erica Mina though. I understand. I can see that you go again. It's still a woman and a mother and a and a wife. What is Erica Mina? It's a woman, a mother, and a wife. A woman, a mother, and a wife. Woman, mother, and wife. Look, woman, mother, and wife. You made a mistake, my brother. Woman, mother, and wife. Sometimes you just gotta dip. Woman, mother, wife. That kid ain't gonna know you a nerd. Woman, mother, wife. Why he wanna dance and pop lock it and drop it in Jamaica? Your whole wife, not girlfriend, not baby mama, not some side chick. Was giving birth. Your wife was giving birth while he pop locking and dropping it on the Jamaica stage. Here at Womanology, we do not support Safari pop locking and dropping it in Jamaica while his wife is giving birth. I appreciate you. No, see. We we okay. still involving, but it's still some levels of savagery you gotta respect. When you I cannot. Not here at womenology, where the we audacity. talk about women. We talk about the oh, growth but the of funny women. Part of the audacity to be dancing at you. We don't support you, Safari, dancing, pop locking, and dropping in Jamaica <laughs> while your wife. She's not even the side chick. Your wife was giving birth to your child. We just but don't. it's very committed though. <laughs> she still was his wife. Right. Why he, he made her? Why he choose Erica Mena? See? That's that is a, that's a deficiency in him though. See, there you go. So therefore, since this is what you chose to be your wife, then you should have been at the hospital and not dropping it in Jamaica. But I mean, is he kind of redeemed since she was calling people blue monkeys or whatever? And she ain't he kind of redeemed? No, and that's a whole nother subject that I is feel the, like. Is he kind of redeemed? Or, or, do, you know, no. you see his every day, you know? Because he wasn't seeing the kids every day. I mean, you got to see Erica Mello. He see wasn't her. seeing the children. He didn't have to see her to see the children. They got a nanny. Oh, dang, Safari. I can't help you on that place. Yeah, man. they got a nanny. Got it. I can get like you know what I'm saying you gotta come around the back to the air minute there, you know, because that's what's got a nanny. All you gotta do is pick the baby up from the nanny or say the nanny. another example of you thinking that you you better than the next last five dudes she didn't deal with. Like you think you was gonna change this woman to be a better woman? No, I think she probably thought she was going to change him because no. Nicki Minaj Nicki Minaj had already told us. In a, uh, several interviews that Safari was not a good dude. She told us several times in interviews that not only was Safari not a good dude, that Safari talked about her rhymes, talked about how she rapped, talked. She told us all this. Time that, allegedly. She told us, <laughs> but that's the thing though. She told us several times that Safari was not a good dude. So therefore, nah, I think this time, like you said, people be trying to change people. Mm -hmm. Erica Mena, because she thought she was Erica Mena. 
Oh, you said it was the opposite way on this one. It was like, oh, you know, you know who I am. Probably I thought she can change um, him and his, you know, wanted to be uh, out there partying. And she didn't. <sighs> the point of men and women you, conversations. <laughs> nah. We still support you, my brother. The we don't no, no 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 see we about to uh-uh so this is womenology podcast <laughs> and we do not support safari pop locking in and dropping it in jamaica we come on don't. come on over uh, come on over to uh some other other man, man shows we will go go you. there because we here at the womenology we don't support you pop locking it and dropping it in jamaica while your <laughs> while your wife was having a baby the no, so we're not we're not gonna do that. You should have danced your ass back into Jamaica or danced your ass to the hospital. Anyway, so we're here at Women to Do Podcast. I hope y'all enjoyed our uh banter. It was yes. great. It was I, I won't be I know all the women that listen are gonna be like, mm -mm, I hope this nigga ain't here. I won't be here <laughs> No, but guys, we got some stuff coming for you guys yes. while my partner in crime is taking care of some business. We definitely got some things coming for you guys, but I appreciate you all listening. Safari, keep your head up. <laughs> Are you in jail or something? Like Safari, don't be in jail. Like, like, we're talking about Tupac, like, Tupac, keep your guards up. <laughs> Please, please don't do that, Safari. You are not welcome here. You're not. You're not. Oh, that would be fun. <laughs> I would ask him, why are you pop locking and dropping in the ankle? <laughs> <laughs> like, Safari, was it really that important so you can do this? Because all you're going to do is this. Was it really that important for you to do this in Jamaica? I just want to know, did you really want to do this that bad before did meeting he, did your he kid? Out there? Did he put that out there? Or did somebody else record him and put it out there? Um, I don't know if somebody else recorded him or he put it out there, but we all seen a recording of him on the stage in Jamaica. I don't know what savagery was this. Was this even no, 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 no. It was the love and hip hop. So you know how the cameras follow you around? And so oh. she gave birth. Well, not. You know, not on the TV show, but, you know, she was on the television show. And you know mm -hmm. how the cameras follow you around. So she's having the baby because that was her storyline. And everybody's looking for Safari. And Safari is in motherfucking Jamaica on the stage. He could have been now. He, was he working down there? No, he was just dancing. I mean, he's from there, though, right? He's Jamaican, right? Yes, but he was just dancing. This is Womenology Podcast. <laughs> I am Rhea. IG is Rhea underscore Dakota dot ed dot s. <laughs> Womenology underscore podcast is the IG. Thanks for coming to hang out with us. Safari, you're not welcome. You see, we got Safari Fan Club as a uh, IG page. You might need to get this. Mm -hmm. IG. We don't support you pop locking and dropping it while your wife is giving birth. Sorry. Peace out, though. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>